1: You're listening to AI Audible, the new narrated article podcast from the Anfield Index podcast channel. Transfer Time, a brief cautionary tale by Trevor Downey. It's really far more than anyone should be expected to bear, you know. There's no way to manoeuvre the minefield that is transfer speculation and retain one's mental equilibrium. I like to think I'm a comparatively calm man, having had my stoicism tested by the slings and arrows over the years but there's something about the unique cocktail of Liverpool's uncertain fate, the huge investment we've all placed in the importance of Champions League football, and the attendant tales of who may or may not join the Red Men, that has reduced me to a gibbering loon today. Honestly, I've been a basket case since logging onto my computer, unproductive, irritable and despondent. All my real problems have been replaced by an impotent fury about something I have zero control over. They really got me today, the Gulf merchants. Lured me in, made me play the game. The old clickbait and switch. Bastards. Never again. Let me explain the mistakes I made in the hope that you, dear listener, may avoid a similar fate tomorrow. It started with resigned realism, but it spiralled from there. Obviously, we all understand that being part of the premier club competition on the continent is going to appeal to the best footballers and that, for those very top performers, it may be a make or break condition in any potential move. We can also accept that, with the money and prestige of the world's greatest clubs to factor in, Liverpool's comparative attractiveness as a hopeful suitor may pale slightly. This is not the 1980s, and LFC, despite a powerful muscle memory of success amongst us fans, is not the dominant behemoth of the past. Therefore, when the stories linking the club strongly to Virgil van Dyke, one of the Barclays Premier League's most sought-after talents, began to wane, it was not a soul-crushing blow. It stings, of course, but we have, after all, been here before. We've become inured to the concept that pastures are often greener away from L4. It was particularly annoying in this case because of the slew of stories about how the powerful centre-half was favouring Anfield and his signing was only dependent on Champions League qualification. This, of course, was just a story and no more worthy of my absolute belief than the bogus exclusives claimed by websites every day. But I had allowed myself to hope maybe the Klopp factor could swing it. Still, though, it wasn't until the revelations from certain quarters this morning that, in fact, it wasn't Van Dyke at all who was top of Klopp's summer target list, but rather Burnley's Michael Keane that the twitch started in my left eye and the vein in my forehead started to throb. I knew it was a stupid reaction, but I wasn't sure, given the club's less-than-stellar decade in the transfer market, that it was a stupid story. And that is how grim reality has leaked to the fans in the past. The monitoring and linking with the exciting superstars proves to be utter hokum, and the money is spent on far more prosaic talent. The upshot was that I entertained it as real. I allowed myself to assume the speculation was fact, and the resultant, entirely baseless, stain I felt for our recruitment department was more than I could cope with. I knew better. I know better. It didn't matter. The contagion had spread to my limbic system. I was feeling this irrational panic and irritation right in the old amygdala. Thankfully, the necessity of not being a gibbering buffoon whilst putting this column together snapped me out of it and I calmed down. The same cannot be said for some of the remarkably cranky folk I left behind in the land of cyber indignation. I was counselled today by a dear friend of mine to invest nothing in any transfer speculation until the object of those rumours is being photographed leaning awkwardly against something in Melwood. This is sage advice. It necessitates almost complete detachment from the process leading up to that touchingly gauche portrait of a new red. You should follow that advice. I'm going to. I've learned the error of my ways. Keen, Van Dyke, or Charlie Adam, I will not express reaction until they are donning the Liverbird. So disappointed with myself today for falling into the trap of um, biting at the first story that came along and joining the frothing masses as we exchanged our disdain and disgust at Liverpool's incompetence in the transfer market before they have actually done anything. And it's the type of thing that I normally look down my nose at other people for doing. It's the type of thing that I normally assume quite a superior snooty attitude about and sneer at those who would do it. And there was me today, 100% hooked hooked line and sinker for this Michael Keane story and nobody knows if it's true and nobody knows that the Van Dyke thing is true. All we've got is our suspicions that the worst will happen because we've been sort of slowly but surely uh, trained to expect that because of some pretty horrific dealings in recent years. But you have to give the benefit of the doubt to Jurgen Klopp because You know that last window that big one was 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 great really you know in terms of successes you'd have to say it was a good one Uh, i think he's suffering because he's getting beaten with the inactivity of the january transfer window um and that's really that really stung people I know it stung me, I know it annoyed the crap out of me so I'm sure it really is informing people's reactions to the stories that are breaking now and I just hope that like with the few that came in in the summer that did really really well for us there's another handful hopefully they're going to be the right type of player for us. If that means we spend big money, great. If we have big money, tremendous. Um, That's a feel-good kind of a thing. It's stupid, but it's that retail therapy buzz that everybody gets when you spend a fortune on something fancy. And like I said, I was reminded today of something I used to preach. Until they're leaning on something at Melwood, looking awkward, not knowing where to put their hands. Like that ridiculous arm-folding thing Dejan Lovren was doing after signing his new contract recently. Until that's happening, there's no point in getting upset. There is no need to be upset. Thank you for listening to AI Audible. You can read this episode's article along with many others on AnfieldIndex.com. You can download our AI channel app on iOS and Android. And you can find all our AI Audible episodes on Twitter at AI Audible and on AnfieldIndex.com.